Welcome back to I'm No Expert, a craft beer podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and on the show this week is Chuck. Hi. To my forward. How are you? I'm, you know, I'm great. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm nice and toasty in here on this nice Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I, um, How's your week? Good. It was really good. I worked all week. Yeah. And then worked some more. Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm here ready to drink some beers. So I'm just excited that I... To just sniff that microphone over it over again. Man, I just, well, I know what beers we have, and I'm just really excited about it. And I've got Katie. Hi, Katie. Hey. How are you? I'm well. How How are you? I'm I'm doing all right. How was your week? It was good. I got all my Christmas shopping done. Oh. What? Crap. You have to do... it's Christmas already. <laughs> yeah, we're in, wait. What day is today? It's December. This is oh I'm, my! I haven't done any Christmas this shopping. Is, yet. I haven't done any Christmas shopping at all. It's December. Yes, it is. Um, our last episode we did in November, so I think now that we're, it may be a trend. We just do once a month. I don't know. Who knows? We're still figuring it out. Still. Yep. Um, if you're listening to this through a uh, different medium, you can go over to the website noexpertshow.com and go to the archives of i think now there's 69 episodes wow. in total up there we should do something special when you hit 100 yes Ooh, yeah yeah do well, you well there needs to be a marathon leading up to that 100th episode yeah. well at this rate it's going to be like in three years so <laughs> that's <not> true <laughs> maybe we do we a do speed a, run we do like, like we, we do two, two shows a week or something I think it'd be fun to do. I, I think what we talked about, and we'll, we'll tease it. Yeah. I think what we talked about doing for the next show, mm-hmm. okay. I think is something that we could keep going off of. Yeah, I think okay. so too. Um, so just let that carrot dangle for right, a just <laughs> in, in front of your face. Um, it is a holiday season. I guess our holiday episode. Yeah. Okay. Sure. sure. Yeah. Um. We've got three dark beers again. I feel like we've did three really dark beers last time. Well, it it's well, it's kind of actually an interesting um, thing you brought up because now that you're as opposed to uh, old show versus let's just keep saying beta show. Um, mm. You provided the beers where now we all each bring bring them and so there seems to be a pattern developing <laughs> what do we actually what like we actually like yeah yeah um so our first beer that we have on deck is from big lug canteen um this is a local indianapolis brewery uh on the north side and you can go to big lug canteen and chuck you brought this beer i did you did the experience growler fill. um how much are growler fills on sunday growler fills mine was well, I got a new growler, so it was seven dollars for a new growler, okay. and then I got the fill, which was ten dollars. Oh, um, all in all, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Um, no, maybe it was thirteen. It was thirteen. It was thirteen for this one. Yeah. Okay. But regardless, it it was like it's a hell of a deal. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you kind of think a growler sixty four ounces, so that's like five and a quarter beers. So mm-hmm. it's basically like a like a six pack almost of mm-hmm. what you're getting um and what i found out recently do you know so your growler obviously has big lug on it yes you know that if you take that growler to another brewery they will fill it most likely yeah. yes and then they usually put a sticker yes on the outside of it yep right do you know why 
Like if you if you go to like Triton Brewing and you take your Bigelow Growler and you fill it up, they will inevitably put a giant Triton sticker right over the Bigelow logo. How many guesses do we have? Uh, I would say that because it, and here's something interesting about the Growler fills. I guess if it it's I guess they can't fill a Growler on Sunday in Indiana because of our. St- Stupid laws. Yeah, seriously. First of all, let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it's not brewed at that location, they can't fill it. And okay. I think that might have something to do with like the legality of it. Okay, yep. Yeah, that's Be- part of it. I don't know if I've ever heard of the sticker thing, but I have heard of breweries almost charging more if the growler is not theirs. Is that true? Um, I don't know if I've ever seen that. That's super shitty if it is. But, okay. Um. So, yeah, there is a legality behind it. Um, I was talking to one of the bartenders at Big Lug because they were talking about the big stickers. And it's partly because, yes, you, you, you're filling it on premises of where it's brewed. That It's a stipulation for a Sunday uh, growler fill. Now, mm-hmm. you went to a tap house to, to, a, to try to get a growler fill. Mm-hmm. How did that go? It uh, didn't go at all. They wouldn't do it. Uh, which, I mean, I guess that, I mean, they didn't have an option. It's the law. Um, but it was just really interesting. I, I you know, I, it was uh, a tap house that didn't didn't brew at that location. Mm-hmm. However, they did, um, they do have growlers on every other time I've been there. I've gotten a growler filled and I went in and I was just like, hey, I'm getting a growler filled. And she was just like, oh, we actually don't do those here on Sundays. And I was like, oh, shit. shit. All right. Well, huh. dang it. You know, and then that's when I found out about the whole it has to be brewed on premises mm-hmm. um, for them to do the fills on Sunday. Yeah. So, gotcha. yeah. So keep that in mind, anyone that's looking to go, you know, skirt around the law on Sunday and like got to go somewhere that it's brewed, I guess, in house. Yeah. Hmm. So you have the growler, big glass, you know, jug. Um, screw, screw cap that's normally like the same. I think whoever makes growlers just makes everybody's growlers. Yeah. It's like the same glass company, yeah. probably. And you go, you get it filled. They just hand tighten it. Some places will do that, like wrap mm-hmm. around with like electrical tape or something. Yeah, just mm-hmm. to kind of keep it kind of fresher sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then they put that sticker on it. So if you, it's because when you leave the premises of the brewery with that essentially one giant open beer, yeah, mm-hmm, uh, because you can open that. Open that lid up and close it and not, oh, it looks exactly the same. Where, right. like, when you open a can or a bottle, it's obviously opened. Right. It right. cannot be closed. So, let's say you have it in your car and you're, you know, you get pulled over and the officer needs to know where that product came from. Yeah. So, it has to identify the brewery that the beer is in there. So that big lug, let's say if you take a big lug growler to Triton and right. fill it up, then big lug won't be. It's be, it's just basically because it's not, you're not taking big lug product out of Triton. You're taking Triton product. Right. So it need, they need to know, okay, this is the Triton product. Hmm. This is big lug product. Interesting. So That's it's, yeah, it's, and somebody was like, oh, it's for. You know, advertisements. Yes, kind of. Like that's probably just a bonus. Yeah, like oh, that's where'd you get that? It's from. Oh, look, big lug. It's a big sticker on here. Well, my question is, how often am I 
toting around a growler like showing the world like just like toting it around like oh look at me and my growler you know it's like that whole advertising argument is just kind of like even if it was that it's just like what that doesn't make any sense no one's gonna be really seeing this it's going from them to my car to my house and then i'm just chugging it you know <laughs> well please you're responsible <laughs> yeah well no at my home i'm gonna drink it all and then right. go to bed um <laughs> duh. Duh, one door over yeah uh, yeah, I think there's a, an argument for the big lug or not, for growlers at the restaurant. I know that when you're like sitting at a restaurant and you see like growlers go out, mm. you're kind of like, there is a certain mm-hmm. aspect of that where you go, okay, I kind of want to take this home with me now. If other people, yeah, there, I guess it is like if other people are doing it, it makes me want to do it. Where like someone brings in one of those like handcrafted four growler caddies uh, and yeah. they're just like all right i want this one this one this one and this one and i'm just like oh okay yeah all well, right didn't i say that because mm-hmm. i um and actually this is back on christmas um because on my christmas list i asked for a growler and then the one that i got i was like i want all of them because they came in all these really cool colors and then i wanted to just like pile them up (laughs) you know and like take them to my favorite or local you know brewery whatever and do that i want that one and that one and that one and that one (laughs) and then three hundred dollars later you're like okay let's go yeah oh man so this is the from big lug this is home rig housen i don't really know what that is is it i want to say it's a person maybe should i just you know hit the magic internet button Do the internet button from what i remember from the description on the the sheet that they give you is that it was brewed for one of their friends as wedding and it was brewed for their wedding from what i understand okay so there's um it brings up first result is new albany oral surgery <laughs> uh, because james k homework housen um in, in new albany indiana that's that- a name it's just the last name so it's Right. I wonder if it's the name of the people who got married. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. James DDS. Uh, is it on their website, Big Lugs? Oh, that's a good episode. I heard Disney do this internet button again. Mm-hmm. We'll just do like a like a phone a friend option and we'll phone Google because <laughs> it's your best friend. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, do you think that, um, who's got, or who wants to be a millionaire stolen on air? I think so. Like a phone a friend? Because that's got to be like, phone a friend. Okay, you've got, what, 30 seconds? The, yeah. But then again, I can I can usually get a, a Google out pretty quick. Yeah. Like, I can get the my Safari up really quick, and I could get – like, if it was, like, a pretty simple question, was, like, who was the first emperor of Rome? Like, that won't take that long to figure out, you know? Because right. that's a quick, like, first emperor of Rome. And then, like, zoop. And then, Augustus. Boom. Boom, done. That was under 30 seconds. So it just, if it was there today, you know, if someone calls me and they're like, hey, I'm on, uh, you know, this game show and I've, I wanted, I got a phone a friend, I need this answer. As they're ta- telling me that, I'm just like, all right, I'm pulling out my phone. Yeah, like, like, mm-hmm. like, okay, go ahead. Hold, please. James, that's the name. <laughs> and then they're like, wow, did you like. I, did, I wasn't even finished reading the multiple choice questions. Yes, I know. This is the answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it, 100%. My, my final answer. We just go. <laughs> Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'll read just fill in. Um, this beer is 5% ABV. It has at a 18 
IBU. Okay. Neato. Do you remember what IBU stands for? Yes. Isn't that the color differentiation? That's the bitterness unit, right? Correct. That's oh, the International Bitterness Unit. Which one's the color? Um, oh, man. Let's go into the archives real quick. That was a real funny name, wasn't it? It was the... Spectrum. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, what? Yeah. So, eighteen on a scale of what? Uh, theoretically, a hundred. Theoretically, uh, um, some beers can go over a hundred. Oh, okay. It's kind of like the Scoville scale, where you um, SMR, I think, was oh, it right? SMR, yes. Yeah, that does ring a bell. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was like the something, something, something color standard reference method. And it's oh. literally the color, and it's rated on a scale of 2 to 40 plus. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So. okay. So a stout, according to Wikipedia, is 57? No, 20, 29. What is? 29, yeah. Yeah, 29. Okay. Lovie Bond. And this is a uh, chocolate milk stout? Yes. So it would probably be... Maybe 35? Yeah, around there. 29 to 35? That's pretty dark. That's pretty dark. That is pretty okay. dark. Is there anything else on Big Lug's website about it? There is not. Before I no. shove this in my gullet? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, please, yeah. please drink responsibly. <laughs> I feel like we never say that on the show. And we just <laughs> are like, well, that's because it should be assumed. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 All right. And we're, okay. you know, doing this in our private of. Yeah. You know, Cheers. We're both all adults clink, here. Clink, clink. Smells like delicious wonder. I feel like you can never go wrong with this stout. No. God, it's so good. It's. What do you like about it? Especially on warm winter nights. It's pretty cozy. This it's is actually so... pretty thin, pretty mm-hmm. light. Mm-hmm. Katie's in my head right now. Oh, sorry. You were in mine. No, so. it's okay. It's all right. Um, I just like that it's easy to drink. To, and, and just to pull back the veil of mystery um, here. Mystery? I don't know what the fuck I'm trying what? to say. What? You okay? <laughs> I have Did to, you just I short circuit over there a little bit? <laughs> I took one sip and Mist- I feel like I'm drunk already. Mist- oh my god. Mystery. <laughs> mystery. I do the same thing with um, the word documentarian. <laughs> Doc- documentary. Yes. I always look at that word and think documentarian. <laughs> no, wrong. <laughs> you guys want to watch documentarian? <laughs> Did you say you want to watch Secretariat? The horse? <laughs> the horse race. No. Okay, so so light. It's light. It's light. It's, it's drinkable. It's it's pretty sessionable. I'd say at five percent. Yeah. Sessionable. Sessional. Basically, you can call anything a session. But traditionally, a session is something at lower ABV, so you can sort of have, you know, multiple sessions. sessions. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. No one's ever explained that to me, so thank you. So when you see, like, a session IPA, oh. it's really an IPA that's – normally IPAs are higher ABV. A session is normally lower, just a little so bit lower. So it's like – would it be – would you consider it the opposite of imperial? Um, There's a – Mm. Is imperial brewed differently? I think that's what oh. it is. I just always thought imperial meant like it was like mm, more. Top of the line, just. Like more ABV. It's going to be extra alcohol. A lot of times it is. Um, 
that might be a byproduct of that specific brewing process. However, uh, so yeah, you so talk to me more about the the because mm. this is like your favorite beer right now. Um, at the current moment, this is my favorite beer at the where it stands right now. If I could go to any place and get a beer, this would be it. Um, and I think there's something to be said for the fact that it's called a chocolate milk stout. I also now I'm remembering that it's in the description brewed with over 50,000 pounds of cocoa nibs. Oh, wow. And I know that oh we gosh, love, we love cocoa, cocoa nibs, nibs on this show. I just, <laughs> I know obsessed we love, with it. We are in fact obsessed with cocoa <laughs> nibs. At least I am maybe. Shit. Um, and this has just has that like. And this is going to sound kind of gross, but like when you get a hot chocolate and you're like drinking, drinking, drinking your hot chocolate and that last sip is it's cold, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, maybe. Mm-hmm. And you drink it and there's a little bit of the syrup or like the chocolate still in the bottom of the cup and you just kind of hold it up for just long enough to get that in your mouth. And it's like that extra concentrated amount of chocolate that, that you want that's like liquefied. This I feel like is not that thick, but it has that same flavor that it like leaves it in your mouth. Like it is leaving a residue of good chocolate just wander yeah. in my mouth right now. And apparently, it's supposed to be light strawberry flavoring. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> light strawberry flavoring. Okay, I don't get that. At I don't all. either. No, I don't get any strawberry. Hmm. Even if if even I've read that before, and even if I'm the person, I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna look for the strawberry, and I do all the tasting things, and you know, slurp it around, swish it around, nothing. Hmm. Maybe those cocoa nibs are just getting in there and overpowering mm-hmm. the strawberry. I mean, cocoa and strawberry, or chocolate and strawberry, do go together. They do. But I don't taste any strawberry at no, all. No, not at all. Well, to me, stouts have always been. Almost like a snack. <laughs> yeah. Because they are, they're very filling. Um, they're very rich, usually. Um, they are more, the word that's coming to my head is molasses <laughs> But I don't yeah, think Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, I, I mean, but, you know, they're usually much thicker than, let's say, a session IPA is. But this one is so thin that it's much more of a i think a drinkable stout so mm-hmm. that i don't know you just don't feel like you just had a small meal after one pint yeah i mean there's definitely some stouts that'll like really really just you, the viscosity is just right up there so they're really thank you that's the word i was looking for not molasses molasses to see i think there's something to be said for the fact that this does have a dark flavor and i you know i think that's been some of the the theme on our on our little beta podcasts here is that like we've had dark beers like most mostly dark beers yeah and i don't know if that's just the byproduct of you know the fact that it's a little bit colder out and the dark beers are sprouting up a little bit more frequently but also they're a little bit more inviting i guess is the word like if i'm going somewhere and they offer me like a like a pilsner Mm. and i just walked out of like 20 degree weather and then I have a chocolate milk stout that's also an option. It's like, fuck you. I'm going to take the chocolate milk mm-hmm. stout. Like, yeah. I need to warm up here. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that there's also something to be said that it coincides with 
uh, coincides <laughs> with. Uh, <laughs> it was that. That was me. Um, that it um, coincides with the fact that it also has a higher ABV, which sometimes makes you feel a little bit more warm and fuzzy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know. That could be an aspect of... Well, of, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, no. I was just going to say the fact that it's it's just so much like... It, it's appealing right now. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to give me this in the summer, I just I don't know that I'd really I'd really wanted to drink it. Because I was going to tack on to that with in front of a warm fire, maybe with a cat on your lap and and mm-hmm. um cat like lap. an like an old Christmas movie on just because I'm like Home Alone. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you uh, consider dun, Die Hard dun, a Christmas movie? Dun, dun, dun. I feel like Die Hard for me is a Christmas sure, movie. Sure, I watch the Rocky series every oh. single Christmas. Oh, huh. so that's, that's a new one. Those are interesting. Those are Christmas movies to me. Do you ever wonder what Kevin McAllister's dad did? The fact that he could afford that house and take nine people to Paris. <laughs> what did he do? I wonder. That's what I'm. That's what I'm asking. It, I don't think it's ever explained, but I'm just. I'm curious. I'm. I. I solved. You know, someone post about it somewhere, and I was just like, "That is a very interesting comment." Like, I really look at look at this. A third third suggested search: Home Alone Dad. I said I searched Home Alone Dad. Home Alone Dad actor. Home Alone Dad job. Mm. Oh, that's funny. Oh man, we're now in a fan wiki. Oh no! Oh boy, this is gonna be rough. Peter McAllister. Mm-hmm. Kevin, you spent nine hundred and sixty-seven dollars on room service. That's from Home Alone Two. Right, Escape from New York, or Stuck in New York, yeah, or something in New York. Uh, Donald Trump's in that movie. Uh huh. Our president elect. Yep. Um, Woo. Mm, uh, <laughs> Make America great again. <laughs> One kid lost in apparently New York at his, time. Apparently, he, uh, Kevin's dad's birthday is October twentieth, nineteen forty-five. How do we know this? <laughs> like, is there like a shot of his ID somewhere? Uh. No, nothing. I want to say. Well, that's, that's the mystery. That is the mystery. Yeah. It's <laughs> God, Katie, dying over there. <laughs> I really cracked myself up. <laughs> Well, yeah, so this and Home Alone. With your cat lap, which is my 80s post-punk rock group. (laughs) Cat lap. Cat lap. (laughs) That's pretty good. I play the guitar and the bagpipes. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, you know, I feel like what we, we normally get onto, like, the train when we start doing a show and, like, we pretty much stay... On the train, you know, like, chugga, chugga, chugga. I feel like this has already gotten so <laughs> just absolutely insane. We are insane completely derailed. That we are, we are derailing as we speak, and we're becoming, like, this off-terrain vehicle. Um, like the train in uh, Back to the Future Part 3. Sure. And we, I mean, final thoughts on this, and we're just going to move on, right? Yeah, Let's I think so. I yeah. think that sounds like a, I think that's it. Like we a got, plan. We have four beers? We've got three, maybe four, depending on where we are at okay on on time wise i don't okay last week's episode was well last episode not last week but that episode was really long yeah i mean i'm fine with it i think it's it was great after edits it was over an hour and a half wasn't it yeah wow yeah 
<laughs> it was hilarious though. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 All right. Um, okay, so um Chocolate Milk Stout, mm-hmm. Homer Cowson. I if you get the chance, go try it. It's good. I don't yeah. know how long they're gonna have it for. Yeah. Um, Big Lug has it um, on the north side. Rockstone Pizza will have it at their multiple locations. And then any Psalms. Mm-hmm. So the one downtown, the one off of Keystone, will all have Big Lug beer. Maybe not all of it, but most of it. Most of it. Most you'll, of it. you'll find it at those locations. So delicious. I think, delicious. I think for a stout, really good. Yeah, really good. And I think for like a local stout, maybe another discussion in my brain happening. A local stout, I think it really is good and feels fresh and, you know, it's a happy little stout. It, oh, it is oh, a happy, happy little, little stout. stout. <laughs> hmm, cat lap. Okay. Cat lap. Cat lap. Uh, I'll be uh, playing at the Vogue next weekend, um, <laughs> opening for, I don't know, some group. Cat lap. You're opening for Monkey Paul, right? Monkey Paul, right. Okay. Monkey Paul featuring Cat Lap. Yep. I like this. I do. I'm going to make a fake band poster with Cat Lap. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. So welcome back. Welcome back. What if I just repeated everything Chris said for the first 30 <laughs> seconds? I would just stop. I would just stop. <laughs> um, so, um, so I really like Gilmore Girls. No. No. I <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. No, I don't. So uh, I have been without Netflix for uh, quite a while okay. for some reason. I don't know why. Like I have Q-U-E. quite a while. No, no. Q-U-E. Q-U-E. Like isn't K? Like why? Oh, Gotcha. I thought you meant. Never mind. Where is your head? It is in the clouds. Okay, let's move on. Okay, okay. Um, why? Mm, I just wasn't watching anything on Netflix. I have YouTube Red, and the reason I got YouTube Red is because the amount of content that I consumed on YouTube Red justified me to pay ten dollars a month. And not have pre-roll ads and not have sidebar ads and not have just junk on YouTube. It's actually really great if you want to just spend an hour or five on YouTube because it's just just, just there. Just, Rabbit trails. Yep. Rabbit trails. Because you can go from one video and see the first 30 seconds and you're like, nope, next, nope, next, nope. Yo, okay. Oh, okay. And then not have to have some kind of an ad for the new Battlefield game come up every seven seconds of mm-hmm. your life. So, um, I think it was, what show was it? The Crown? Mm. I heard very good things from The Crown. On Netflix, yeah. So, I've been watching that. Yeah, it's very good. I've I've been watching that. It's not like Downton Abbey where when you watch it, your brain sort of melts because there's so much little subtlety because it's like a British show where The Crown is a little bit more simplistic. So it doesn't hurt your brain to watch it okay. and have to remember everything. I would recommend it. It's in my queue. I don't know if it's historically accurate. That was a good thesaurus joke. 
So anyway, <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. I cannot believe we're talking about this. So I put it. I, I'm on Netflix, just derping around. I see the big splash screen on my Apple TV, and it says Gilmore Girls, and I'm like, I, I've been recently going just just clicking things on Netflix, just stuff that I would never, ever, ever want to spend the time with or the effort to actually watch it. If I'm doing something else, like I was putting together my new chair, I, you know, just to do. And I was watching it. I'm like. Okay, so there's a mom and it's her daughter. Because I have no context of any of sure. the previous. This is like the exclusive for Netflix. And there's like a tiny town and it's Christmas time. But the daughter lives in New York. But then she's leaving all the time. And then their mother is like the evil mother. But she's rich. And then their grandfather just died at the end of everything. And. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Spoiler alert. The grandfather dies. No, this is the end of the old season. Is Gilmore okay. Girls the one with the old women? The no, old that's women? that's that's <laughs> Golden Girls. No. Golden Girls, not. See, I don't know. I just don't know. Golden Girls is actually a pretty decent. Show. Yeah, oh, okay. they have the same alliteration, which I think is kind of that throws people off. They're like, oh yeah, the one with Betty White. And you're like, <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's where I was thrown off. So, the one thing I have to give Gilmore Girls is the writing is not smart but it's fast unintelligent unintelligent it's what do you mean by fast okay so do you know um uh aaron sorkin hello did someone shut the door yes (laughs) oh it's aaron sorkin hello aaron oh hey Uh, he heard his name and he materialized aaron uh west wing yes the newsroom yes um some other things that he's done. If you've seen the West Wing, you know exactly what the the fast paced okay, uh, walk and talk. You, yeah, because there'll be a, a there's a famous scene in the West Wing where two characters are walking in the West Wing and they're talking back and forth very quickly, and they're just walking somewhere, and then all of a sudden they both end up in the exact same location that they came from because they didn't realize where they were walking. They were just walking and talking. So the his famous sort of like fast, very fast, very kind of intelligent, snappy, snappy dialogue. Gilmore Girls has some of that, like just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Very snappy. Not a lot of, not a lot of environmental, like comedy. It's all sort of, I'm going to a diner now, and then talk, 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 talk. That's the meat of the show. And there's really, the scene, the sets, and the and the town or whatever are very sort of like, you could have you know shot it in front of a picture of this diner and it would have had the same impact right it's like it's very dull yeah yeah so i watched it Mm, whatever it was it was a weird sort of thing i i don't get the appeal of it long term and this was like an hour and a half long episode because they're only doing they're doing four i think Mm. for each of the seasons so this is winter and then you can watch spring summer and fall i believe but yeah, there's so much hype over this show, though. Yeah, I, and I don't get it. I like I mentioned before when there was the, when there was so much hype over um, this Luke's coffee that was made available for a very limited time, and I thought, oh, okay, well. What's all the fuss about Gilmore Girls? And so I did actually start from the beginning, like the pilot, the pilot season. Yeah. And 
it was it just honestly turned into background noise when i was like cleaning my apartment there mm. was no um there's just no appeal. I I didn't honestly. I was just. I'm. So, it was sort of like waiting for it to build or like waiting for something to happen. Well, yeah, I'm kind of like <laughs> trying to. The whole time I was trying to find a point, and like I don't know, like some like tragic thing happens or like this this Rory character, like something ends up like big happening with her, and I'm just like, okay, well, who's this show actually about? And then what is this show actually about? It's just almost like you are looking into someone's life on like a day to day, just like somebody would be like following me around, like on what I would be doing, like just on a day to day basis. I, but also there is a lot going on though. You move sort of from location to location to location like this woman owns this what is this inn mm-hmm. and then she goes and has has like coffee like at every two every afternoon at like 2 p.m at like this one place and then she takes like her daughter to school every day so then there's like these then there's like the school and then there's the town and then there's other this other place luke's and so it's it's just oh and then it's the then it's the uh, her mother's house, right? Rory's the fancy grand, yeah. The rich, the rich parents, yeah. And so it's just like it just takes you like f- from location to location to location, and then people are like in and out, in and out. And so yeah, there's just just really quick dialogue. But I don't. There's no point. No. There's really no point. I really don't get it. It's like a. It's it's a. You know the dialogue's like super super snappy. There's like a lot of like random like pop culture dumbness that they just kind of sprinkle in there and they just like reference a lot of stuff but then quick move on like yeah it's just there's no there's, there's no landing it's kind of they're just they're just keep throwing the scarf up into the air and then they never come down like you never really get yeah yeah this so seems so dreadful like it just seems like something i but people love, love it, it. i Love it. That should be your challenge. Is you should go watch Gilmore Girls, the new one on on Netflix, and then just well, because at one point I forgot that it was on, mm-hmm. and yes. I look up and I'm like, "What the? Why are they? Why are what? Who's arguing about what now? Like that's what happens to me where I it's on, but then it just becomes noise, and I wind up just finding myself doing something else. Yeah, and then I come back to it. And think, oh, wait, what's going on now? Like, it just, I mean, you can't, it's almost like you can't stay focused. It just, there's nothing that draws you in. Yeah. It's, really it's almost, it's almost like you are sitting, like it's happening in real time or you are, what you're watching on your television is actually like a window outside into just like real life. And so it's just like nothing that matters. It's just kind of like you're sitting there just like w- looking outside of a window at like uh, this whole, like, just like, just everyday sort of happenings it's very strange <laughs> it, okay and this might be this might be the reason i just like <laughs> feel like i just wouldn't like that is is maybe the part of me that i just don't like seinfeld okay okay yeah we're like i cannot watch seinfeld and i'm sorry adam if you're listening i know that's <laughs> gonna hurt you a lot but like a part of me watches these shows that like I don't know if you call them sitcoms They're or sitcoms. Yeah, sitcoms. Yeah. Seinfeld is definitely a sitcom. Right. Yeah. And it's like and it's like the 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 laugh track, it's the bass thing, it's like the <laughs> and it like goes to the next place and I'm just like, fucking stop. I know where we're going, okay? Like and so we I had this on 
when I was on vacation, we had it on because it was the only thing on TV. Like, I haven't watched normal TV in forever. Yeah. And it just was on. And so we're watching it. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, there's just nothing. No, there's nothing is that, ever happening. That, that's what that's I'm saying. That's the thing with Seinfeld. It's like it's every show about nothing. Yeah. And and why would and that's my question is why would you want to watch something like that? See, personally though, Seinfeld was built around a show about nothing. So they put that right out there mm-hmm. that it's it's obvious in that way. So you you know then what the show is going to be about, which is about nothing. Where compared to Gilmore Girls, the show is actually about nothing, but it's supposed to have be about substance yeah. when oh. it's not. Okay. And I personally like Seinfeld because I get a kick out of them trying not to laugh at their own jokes on the show. Mm-hmm. But that's side note. Like, but like, Seinfeld, a, like a blooper reel. Yes. Like I would like to watch a blooper reel, but I don't feel like at any point I felt like watching Seinfeld was like rewarding to me at oh, all. Like wow. I never was just like, that was really funny. Well, I mean, there was, I think Seinfeld a lot of times, I like how each their the individual episodes are usually contained like the characters continue on but there's usually some sort of That's you true. know nice little arc that mm-hmm. like you know you ramp up and kind of the middle episode you know you have your second act where it all it goes to shit then you know the third act everything kind of gets resolved and then they reference something back in the first act and it's the funniest fucking joke in the world so it's almost like traditional sort of um it's based off of Jerry Seinfeld's stand up style mhm and his kind of just observations a lot of it has to do with just like there's one episode and they do this like a ton more times there's one episode where they are at the mall and they're walking and trying to look for their car in their parking garage right (laughs) and so funny (laughs) so it's a normal thing that you know you have you you probably do they forget where they park their car mm-hmm. so it's that like but it's um the character of jerry and elaine just not making jokes just making dumb observations of everyday life that w- if you would actually open your eyes and look at it you think we're the we're the f- stupidest things but the funniest things of ever and then you've got the physical comedy of <laughs> Kramer, who bought an air conditioner unit and is carrying around this air conditioner unit the whole time. And the whole 23-minute episode is them looking for their car in this parking garage, which is brilliant because it. I, I watched it behind the scenes of how they filmed it. They filmed it on one level of a parking garage, and then they would do one pass of them walking one way. They would move the cars around, and then they would go the other way. And then they would go they would do the same thing over and over and over and over and over in the same in the same parking garage level because they couldn't really use a real whole parking garage right they just moved cars around and then you know walked back and forth like that it's it's a real i mean it's really good i mean there's always irony and there's always um just like there's always some kind of conflict, you know, yeah. that, like especially with the character of George, like he's just a hot mess. And like and and there's always um, they make fun of each other throughout the entire series. Um, and it's it's you're just, just looking at like you're you're not into this. 
No, it's I, not. I'm, I'm, I'm just like really the, like there's a there's there's just something about it where I'm like I'm so intrigued that that you guys find entertainment out of something that I don't, and that's that's then that's really the that's <laughs> and and if you boil that down like. That's really what I'm interested in here. I don't really care about the fact that it's the show, but like <laughs> now that we're going on like, about it, well, then it, maybe you should watch the show with us. Yeah, like there's this episode called the the Chinese food restaurant. Oh my god! <laughs> and it, it's a classic episode because the whole episode is them waiting at a Chinese restaurant to, to get a table. To get a table. Again, a 23 minute episode where literally nothing happens. At one point, Jerry dares Elaine to go and take food off of somebody's plate. Just go grab an egg roll. <laughs> What would somebody do? What would you do in that situation? What would you do in that situation if, if somebody starving. if somebody came up to you coming came up to your table, waiter just laid down the egg roll, came up to your table from the the lobby and just went, <laughs> took a bite, put it back, walk away. <laughs> what? I would. I mean, I. That's just what's weird. Like it's just a weird situation to be in, but. You but know. how they deliver that idea on the show is what that show is all about. Like okay. that one little dumb action is some, and then that Jerry just goes, "I wonder if I can find it, real fast." You, watch it with us, and maybe okay. you might. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a, a chance. Bit, I'm a always willing to try something, but I think it's a part of me that like, and maybe it just maybe we'll watch it with Adam. Even yeah, better. and that's fine. That's it, and I would love to watch it with someone who maybe would kind of understand why I'm watching what I'm watching. But I feel the same way about like the the that so seventies show. Like I. Fucking can't stand that shit. I which do. which show? The the that seventy show. Aston Kutcher. Oh, Aston that, oh Kutcher. yeah. I never got into that one. No, and that's the thing. It's like I just feel like, and, and I, you know what it is. And this might be just me, but whenever there's a show that will show you them driving in a car, and it's obviously not real, like but it's doing like one of these, doing just, one of these, just... and then like the background's kind of like just a green screen. <laughs> Like at one part, there's like there's like a park, and you're like, wait, they're not driving in a park. And then that type of like, and maybe it's just the era. I can't do it. Like, like somebody I, just doing one of these to the back of the the car, just bumping it up yeah. and down every once in a while. So they're, oh, they're going over a bump. Like yeah, that that whole thing I just can't do. I never got into that show. Okay, I, all right, that's good that I, we agree on something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I think I just can appreciate so much that the fact that Seinfeld is built around the fact that the show's about nothing. So, okay. mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's just in. It, it, so they take very it's and like Chris keeps pointing out, they take very, very everyday sort of situations that you may or may not wind up in. And they just stretch, stretch <laughs> it like out. I mean, imagine like 20, I mean, 25 fucking minutes like in a Chinese restaurant trying to find a table. Like you would think like how much humor can you actually get out of that? Oh, okay. But because they just take it and stretch it that you it's the little things in that okay. show. Okay. All yeah. right. So, uh, our next beer. Okay. Uh, yep. as, as we get towards the end of the segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not convinced. No, no, I'm I'm definitely willing to try watching a, a couple episodes. Maybe and maybe that's the thing. Maybe I've just never been exposed to the right ones. Yeah. Maybe I've just always been thrown in on some duds, like some maybe. duds where I just I'm like, all right, this is just really going nowhere. Yeah. Maybe. Um. So up next is a beer from Ballast Point out of California. They recently got into uh, Indiana for distribution. And Jana. And Jana. Um, this is called Peppermint Victory at Sea. 
It's a uh, porter slash imperial slash double slash. Uh, it's 10% ABV with 60 IBU. Speaking of the holiday show, peppermint. Peppermint. That's what I thought. Peppermint porter coffee. Por- Here's the thing. Peppermint. Sorry. <laughs> I keep reading peppermint and, and my brain just goes peppermint porter with coffee and natural flavors. Okay. And natural flavors. Right. What does that mean? Exactly. What does that mean? Mm. Internet box. Let me just just waz it up here. What, natural flavors. Because there's all kinds of regulation on like what you can say on a package or. Right. Like I was watching a commercial for something and I think it was a YouTube pre-roll ad that was for some I want to say like a mac and cheese dish and it like right out of the gate was like artificially flavored and I just was like that's so abrupt and 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 to the point like I was like I don't want to eat that that's not good and it might have been easy mac but it was just like they're like doing a shot where it's like like the like the the little container spinning in space like not space space but like just like this fucking dumbass thing (laughs) and so like it's like just like and it gets to the camera and it pans Mm -hmm. and you just see mac and cheese and then then big bold white letters artificially flavored and i just i like had to do a double take and i go ew what so okay i think well i don't know it was something about that artificial versus natural flavors so um natural flavors come from natural sources is what the thing is so orange juice for instance almost every single orange juice brand um is flavored it was is has natural flavors pumped into it because of the preservation process and the pasteurization yeah. process of most orange juices, they take all the orange flavor out. It's just sugar water. So what they do is that they manually inject natural flavors, which could be derived from oranges, back into the orange juice. Well, on that note, too, have you ever tried to have orange juice by just blending up a bunch of oranges? Right. It's not very good. No. <laughs> It's awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should have got the Juicero and did some cold. Uh, well, no. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are we about to disagree on the fact of how good fresh squeezed orange juice is? Yes, we are. Again, it's two against one. We win. Can we just drink this beer? Can we? Yeah. Let's talk about okay. your, your fresh squeezed <laughs> orange juice. Are you squeezing this fresh orange juice in yourself with a juicer? Or are you are you? Assist- I'm not putting the rind in the juice. You, like an absolute savage. Are you are you? How are you supposed to get the fiber? Are you saying <laughs> now we need fiber in our juice? How, are you saying that the restaurant that says we freshly no. juice our no. orange juice every day? Oh, hold on, let's taste this. <laughs> Katie just had an epiphany. Ooh, that's delicious. Oh my! Oh my. yeah! Right, mm. you knocked your head back too. That was good. Ooh, that's kind of like a little. There's a little bitterness there too mm. that I'm really mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. A little dosido. Yeah. Mm, that's good. That's real good. I just want to like heat it up. I don't know if that's the, the <laughs> not correct route. But, Ooh, um, wait a minute. No, not good. After it sits like for a this bit. Bitterness that's like lingering. Stuck. 
stuck back there. It's on my tongue. It just kind of. Well, what? Hmm. It was sixty IBU. That's pretty yeah. high compared mm-hmm. to the last yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's good though. I, I mean, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I just want to stick a candy cane in there. Or right. Something. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So continue. What? So so I have indeed had. A, 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 a orange juiced at home. <laughs> like I'm just getting so worked up about this right now. I have I've had an orange that I took like on the cone, mm-hmm. the cone that's on the top of the jug. Yes, we got the okay. <laughs> and I've like crammed that bitch in there, and it's juiced it, and I drank it, and I was like, that's delicious. And I've even gone to the, and you may have a problem with this, and I'm sure you will, but the machine that, like, has the basket of oranges on top, and it, like, drops into this little thing. There's a wheel that, like, splits it in half, and then you see it go down to a thing where it, like, presses it and squeezes it, and then it, like, fills up a tiny little cup. A tiny little cup. A tiny little cup. Right there in front of you. Right there in front of you. Most Kroguchis have these fresh squeeze orange juice machines, and I love it. It's just not as sweet as what you find on the shelf. I make actually a bomb ass orange juice that actually would require like a like a real like eight hundred crazy dollars like Vitamixers, you know, mm-hmm. one of those really just chop them up. Like a juicero, just right? Fuck like off! A, like a waz, you just gotta waz it up. <laughs> you to waz it up, yeah. Um, yeah. with so it's. Whole like orange, um, not the rind, but the but the orange um, fruit pieces mm-hmm. with honey and vanilla extract, mm. and that is the best orange juice you will ever find compared to anything on the shelf. Oh, or, I want to try that now. Or oh, it's delicious. Um, plus, it mixes up all of, all of that um, fiber. That pu- okay, fiber. Fiber. The pulp <laughs> is what I was getting at. Um, but but no, I mean I. I it's just not as sweet when you just take an orange and you. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's it's as sweet. I'm just. You both were like, it's just bland. It like, is. It is. It is. I have been. I have been. Not that it's. It's not. Here's I, here's why. Here's why. Because to go back to natural flavors and artificial flavors, mm-hmm. natural flavors are not necessarily bad. They just have to be disclosed, right? Sure. Orange juice has natural flavors derived from other oranges to make it that orange power cord that I kind of want in my morning beverage. Like it's got the sugar in there to kind of, you know, kickstart your kickstart your day. And it's just that orange, like orange juice. So you'd rather have like, you you'd rather have. Compared to fresh squeezed orange juice, which tastes like orange juice. What was that tag kind of orange juice um, that, just speaking of the, your reaction, what was that orange juice that used to be on the market that was like a crazy monkey? Tang. Tang! That wasn't orange juice. That was orange drink. You can yeah. still get tang That's in the powder. powder. Yeah. It's space. It's a uh, space powder. Sp- your reaction to OJ just made me remind that. Yeah. Or um, me, so you'd, like if that. you were at a restaurant, let's say. Breakfast, and they, breakfast place, breakfast yep. spot, you like mm-hmm. forever brunch, mm-hmm. and you and they offered you. Would you like your orange juice Tropicana mm-hmm. or fresh squeezed? What would you say? Tropicana, boom, done. Okay, I would say Tropicana. I love too, Tropicana only because I don't think that even in restaurants it's like freshly squeezed, where they just like. But what if it was? Like, the... It was at the counter and they were doing it. 
Like table side squeezing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tropicana. Uh, yeah, duh. That's fucked up. Now, if I, if they were like, would you like a screwdriver with freshly squeezed orange juice or Tropicana? I'd say Tropicana again. Yep. Because mm-hmm. freshly squeezed orange juice with vodka would taste like vodka. What about freshly squeezed or Tropicana with champagne? Tropicana. Yeah. What? Why ruin a drink with... Why do that work to squeeze oranges when there's already one in the box that's squeezed? Am I, like... I feel like in my mind, I've always thought that the fresh squeezed orange juice was just inherently better. How many times in have many you? Ways. How many times have you sat down and maybe we could do this next next episode? Freshly squeezed orange juice compared to Tropicana, Florida's Natural, whatever they're all the same. <laughs> side Tropic by side, fifty is that the it's other Trop one? Trop fifty is that the diet one? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one tastes like absolute ass. <laughs> They're always like. Do you guys like, remember Sunny D? Yes, <laughs> Sunny D was the best. They yes. talk about artificial flavors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my yes. god. Yeah. That had no real shit in it. No. Ooh. Um. Yeah. How many times I, have you had it side by side? Yeah. And really got, said, okay. We need to do this. Break it down. Well, okay, let's do it. Then on top of that, in order for us to get, let's say, like a pint of OJ, we'd probably have to go and get like. Like a dozen oranges yeah, to make. Like four pounds of oranges. We yeah. have to buy four pounds of oranges. Uh, and, and, and so you, what you're saying is that if I was to go to the play like Whole Paycheck and <laughs> buy one of their little jugs of freshly squeezed orange juice, you're telling me that that probably just has other stuff in it. I don't think it's freshly squeezed. Wait, they're the ones that they have in their thing. Like, like they already, it's, it's like sealed in a bottle. But they sealed it there. Allegedly. I didn't see the sealer happen. And do you know what goes really bad really quickly? Freshly, Freshly squeezed, squeezed orange, orange juice. juice. I'm aware of that. Right. I'm so aware. then so then what you have to do is that you've got to make sure that it's A, safe mm-hmm. to stay on the shelf. Sure. And B, you have to make sure it can preserve and last a little more than a day right. on that shelf. Because it's not worth it for you to squeeze it uh-huh. and bottle it. Uh-huh. And put it on the shelf, uh-huh. and if it just goes bad after a day, and sell it for like eight dollars. Yeah, right? I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I'm just saying that if it says ingredients, oranges, uh-huh. they can't put anything else in there, can they? Mm. Mm. And that's where we may have to dive into mm. labeling. Yep. So if it just says, if it just says, there are lots of oranges. Food manufacturers are very smart and have yeah. figured out ways that. You can put things in things that you don't have to disclose things. Right. I would and bet. I would bet a million dollars. Okay. That that OJ on that shelf that says freshly squeezed is not freshly squeezed. Okay. Also, like, what's the color? You know, because like freshly squeezed, like orange juice. You know, like orange juice you buy on the shelf, even like even though let's say it's got it's orange. The most. It's you know, just bam ingredient. orange it's like, juice. It's like. I mean, really, yeah, really it's where orange. freshly it's squeezed orange. is um, pale. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pale and pulpy. Yeah, that's where the flavor I prefer, comes from. I prefer pulpy over uh, numb pulp. I don't really have a preference. I don't. I, I like. I like I to like chew it. I like the extra pulp sometimes. Yeah. Yuck. I. 
<laughs> where he's like he like sucks on like is able to like have enough in his mouth where he's just like sucking on the ew, pulp that's, hor- ew, that's so gross uh, yeah i go no pulp anytime just no pulp really it's like a snack in your it's something to chew on where are you get, you have to have your fiber where's your fiber coming from whatever i'm eating for breakfast <laughs> i'm not just eating orange juice for breakfast <laughs> Oh, y'all have a cup of orange juice? Extra pulp, please. That's going to be my whole breakfast. Thank you very much. There's enough sugar in there that it can be. So would you true. like that in a cup or a bowl with a spoon? <laughs> bowl, but with the straw. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's going to be like grits. <laughs> I love it. Mama, he got some orange grits over there. No, honey, that's just extra pulp orange juice. <laughs> that's what's crazy. He's like, a spoon and it just stays on it. It's just viscous. That's oh, so gross. Oh, well, I still. I mean, it, I I still think coming back to natural versus artificial. I still think when it does say freshly squeezed, there's probably natural flavors involved as opposed to artificial. But it's not all fresh, freshly squeezed. No. And and it's just it's a little bit strange because it's the there's just this umbrella of like natural flavors and then and then you just don't know what the fuck that means or what the fuck that entails and so but it's been approved enough to list natural flavors that Mm. um you still don't know what the fuck you're consuming it's better than artificial sure you understand that it's been natural flavors have probably been squeezed out of something that's hope and added um added to your drinks or your foods or whatever but um Hmm. that's a good thought no i think that we do need to do the orange juice experiment i think that would be really fun to do it a fresh squeeze versus a okay and i I, i'm willing to go into a a a whole paycheck and grill someone behind a counter you know and and, and maybe maybe just to clarify one for one little tidbit of clarification i'm talking about the the bottle that is a bottle that has a label stickered to it at the place and filled at the place and and parades itself as a quote fresh squeezed orange juice and so i will go buy one of those and i will buy you your trop 50 and then you can (laughs) compare the two and see which one you like more yeah Okay. We're not doing Trump 50, though. No, we're doing we're like doing, Florida's Natural. We're doing like Florida's Natural. Florida's Trump Natural extra pull. Yeah, because Florida's Natural is always the one where they like, they have the, the man with the glove and he hands them the, the, mm-hmm. like juice, like a, the juice carton right mm-hmm. through the, the cat. Right from the orchard, uh, right into that, that mm-hmm. right into that What's grocery that song that, like, that the, the person gets lost in the sketch? What's that song? Take On Take Me? Take On Me, yeah. It's, it's like, like that. that. Yeah, because they sometimes pull them through the... They pull them through the through the the, the, the fridge shelf. case. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, now I'm in a grove. <laughs> this orange grove. Whoa, man. Where's my kid? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> orange groves are actually like industrial size orange groves are actually pretty cool to go kind of stro- stroll around like in, in Florida. Like it's kind of a, a surreal. Like any sort of industrial farming that at that level is because there's so yeah, much. There's just so I mean, they're many everywhere. trees. Oh mm. my god. And there's just oranges, oranges, oranges. Just everywhere. And you just go, bloop. Oh, there's an orange. Bloop. There's an orange. Bloop. It's insane. Yes. I need to go to an industrial farm now. Thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands and thousands. I mean, there's just no way that they get through all those oranges. Hmm. There's just no way. There's absolutely no way. Interesting. Okay. So, Ballast Point, what do we think? I I, I really like it. 
Tell me, the more you drink it, does that bitterness go away? Nope. I no? actually hate this. Oh, oh. What do you think? It's hard to drink. I like it. I think the bitterness is, is um, beneficial. I think there's... I think the uh, natural flavors are definitely that peppermint mm-hmm. is what I'm tasting. It's it's adds to it, but it doesn't add enough that I'm like, oh, okay. But I kind of actually like, even though that is probably where the natural flavors are coming. You know how anytime you um, eat like a peppermint, it's almost, um, you just kind of have this like cold sensation. Mm. It, it, this has to me that cold sensation yeah. of, of peppermint. Like your Almost, mouth. yeah. Almost a little bit like... Um, Winter fresh? No, like, um, what are those? Um, oh, fuck. Uh, the you know exactly what I'm talking about. The um, the vapor rubs. No, Vicks? it's no. um, it's the choc- it's the chocolate and peppermint. Oh, um, Andy's Mountains. No. Andy's Andy's no, no, Mountains. No, no, no. no. Um, uh, York, York, York peppermint patties. Peppermint patties. <laughs> and how they we got there. God yeah. damn it. Um, it almost uh, it it has kind of that sensation, which I really. I actually like, which is a little bit different than the stout we just had. Yeah, which gives you the warm and fuzzies. Um, speaking of of minty, um, I was listening to another podcast, which I won't name, but being on our podcast, and the host was talking about how Vix makes these things that are like, like little, like tubes, right? Mm-hmm. That have the vapo rub goo in it, mm. and you uh, just up. One nostril in, and then, and then other nostril. The goo. Yeah. Oh no, not the goo. No, just the vapors from the little tube. Like the goo doesn't go into your nose. This isn't like a like a neti pot where you you just set that up to make it look. We're about to snort some goo on the show. Like if we're materializing things we're talking about on the show, like we're I was gonna have it on the next show, straight up just some goo over here. Well, it's cold season, you know. I thought it was melting. So, so you stick this U-shaped device into your nostrils, and you just, um, and you just really breathe in it. Just clears your shit right up. Um, um like what nose, are we talking about here? Um, but it's not like a spray. No, it's a, it's a huffer. It's like, like yes, like, yes. <laughs> here it is. Here it is. Right here. Three dollars oh. at. Oh, so it's a it's essentially a Vix permanent marker that you huff. Vix inhaler and In, Vix inhaler nasal, nasal stick. stick. Right, we can get a zoomed in view. This website is just garbage, though. I mean, look, Vix, but Vix.co.uk. Um, just because there's a no re- reviews. Well, well, I was gonna say there's got to be a video YouTube review of this product on the web mm. on the web somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Vix mm-hmm. inhaler nasal stick. Is it like a glue stick? That's what mm-hmm. it looks like. Mm-hmm. Like you uncap it, you and probably, you just... yeah, yeah. Or maybe That's it's like it smelling like. salts, and like you put it, your nose in the tube, and like, and then it like, is that bad for you? Like blast your shit, or is that just like if you're passed out or something? Yeah, dude, smelling it's salts, out, and it's like, yeah. how, how does that? Work? I have no idea. Um, nope, nope. Vix Super Vapor Inhaler. Mm. This yes. one maybe. How to use your nasal We may should inhaler. just turn off. Okay. Oh. Well, this isn't the Vix one. Yes, it is. Is it? Is it? Yes. Okay. I don't. I'm oh. scared to put. It looks like a glue stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's putting okay. a glue stick in just her to, nose just to do like some audio walkthroughs. <laughs> Hold she, on. She... I feel like we need to read this. Block opposite Wait, opposite nostril. It said, "Make sure there's 
breathe deeply and inhale the essential oils. Open your mouth and open. She did it with her eyes closed. Move on to the other side and repeat the same steps. Replace and hit a cap when you are finished. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> did so, I just, just, is this the second show in a row that I've just ooed you guys at yes, the very yes, end we, because I've found so- some dumb thing I found? We just watched a woman uncap a <laughs> lipstick, okay? So essentially she uncapped a lipstick that was fully extended. Uh, and you know what? No, no, no. Not even a lipstick. Like a lip balm. Like a white lip balm. And then just shoved it in her nose. Did you see her? Did you see her close her eyes? <laughs> yeah, she got some the, pleasure out of it. During the inhale? Oh. Where it was like... <sighs> like, I'm surprised she and wasn't then, like under the then, table. Like, <laughs> and oh, then... And God. then... Move to the other side. Yep. Oh, Inhale man. deeply. Replace the cap. <laughs> it, that was that was. That's a real thing. Yeah. For huh. what? Like so, who uses that? I don't know. We can browse their products though, but I mean. Because the whole point of the goo is that you're supposed to like put it either on like above your top lip or. Oh, I can't do that. I have to do it on my chest. On your chest, and you breathe in the. The vaporizing um, action. It's like menthol. Right? So it's like what minty. is actually contained in this tube? It's just, it's like Vicks Vapor Rub. It's like a Vicks Vapor Rub to go. Like if you need a, if you need a hit of Vicks Vapor Rub, <laughs> like if you're really jonesing for Vicks Vapor Rub, yeah, this is the, this is the product for you, you know? That's, but wow. what is in the nasal stick? Whatever is in Vicks Vapor Rub, which I have no so idea. The, so that it's nasal stick is oil. just, is Wait, just full of the essential oil. It's menthol. It's just menthol. And then you you, you breathe. Well, uh, here's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming they have some kind of like Sharpie. Like, you know, the, the stuff that Sharpie, like the markers are made out of, like that material that like absorbs shit really well. Yes. That's probably what's in there. And then they just coat it in there like proprietary blend mm, yep. and then then you just are sucking in that okay okay i have a tube of i've literally vicks vapo rub okay are this we gonna the, snort it this is the regular this can is can we the, snort it this is okay so that's it that's what they're doing they're putting their nose up to a tub of vicks vapor rub and and smelling it like that's all it is do you feel invigorated? I don't feel anything. I was going to say there's got to be something else to it because you would have to be sticking that damn stick up your nose every 20 minutes. Okay, so it's uh, menthol, eucaly- eucalyptus, eucalyptus oil. Um, avoid eye contact. Don't use my mouth nost- in nostrils. Yeah, don't snort this. <laughs> Well, so so here's here's the here's the, the there's also a, a counter like there's a counter product to this an uh-huh. alt product if you will where you go to your local convenience store and you just buy a pack of menthol cigarettes and you just crush the little ball and then you stick the one end in your nose the filter end and then you just sniff that right that's the same thing you could just leave that in all day you could you could just cut that where it cuts off. <laughs> And then you could just, just put that every time you just push your nose in and then you break the little things. Ah, I could breathe again. Oh God. That's what that is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. And that's okay. what this beer tastes like. 
so we've come full circle. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes like I took a menthol cigarette and blended it up into and a beer. And stuck it up your fucking nose. All right. All right. Let's take a break. Do our third beer. Come back. Oh, my God. I can't. There we go. Now we're going again. Okay. Uh, welcome back. Bye. Hey. We're in the third segment mm-hmm. of how long have we been recording? An hour and a half? A while. Uh, while, yeah. Uh, just about, yeah. We've talked about just about everything. I think this segment. <laughs> I was going to say session. <laughs> session. But session didn't feel right, so I switched to segment. Um, but it was almost segment. Se- <laughs> segment. <laughs> So our last beer on the table is from Indiana City. So Katie, you brought this one. Yeah, I Can did. Can you tell us about this one? I actually don't know much about it at all, except for I really, really like the label. <laughs> it's basically a pinup that would be on the side of um, like a bomber, like a well, not a on a glass bomber, but right. like a plane right. bomber, right? Like a B fifty two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, crimson bombshells. What this is called? I thought it. I thought it just aligned with my personality. <laughs> Have you been oh, in that position? You, be, are you just being a crimson bombshell? Is that totally what fucking around. No, but um, I did. Th- I just. I was this just very. It doesn't look like you. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Wait, the hair. Hold on a minute. Wait, is that a red? Hold on a goddamn minute. Red hair. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I yeah. think the nose is about this. Mm, no. 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 Well, she's she's got a what looks like a sailor hat on with a um, little um, blue <laughs> little bathing, bathing suit. It's a little thing, and she one piece. Looks like, so it's modest. What looks like mm-hmm. to be a bright rising sun behind her, and she's got just bright crimson Ooh, red hair. Which is fun that it's the it's the torch in the the label is actually the Indiana like torch that's on our flag. Oh that's yeah, fun. Um. And she has her toenails and her fingernails painted blue. Oh, just mm. golden. Interesting. But yeah, this is a, um, what is it? Yeah, bourbon barrel aged imperial amber ale. That's a mouthful. Delicious. It's all luscious. <laughs> have you ever had this or this brand new? I have never had this myself before. Um, and I also was very attracted to the um, wax. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> What are you? What are you what? looking at me for? <laughs> Nothing. I just go ahead. Continue. It's a wax it's a, seal. It, it's got a. It's got a very drippy wax <laughs> seal. Okay. All right. Oh, it's just dripping. It's um, like a maker's mark bottle. Seal. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um. Would you like me to read the label, or Katie? Would you like to read the label? Go ahead. Go for it. You go. Okay. We brewed red collar imperial amber ale. With Indiana-grown hops in honor of hardworking Hoosiers who make daily work of pursuing their passions. Then, we traveled down to Kentucky to select the finest bourbon barrel for aging. The end result is a crimson bombshell, a smooth amber ale with a hint of oak flavor, and melon... Oh, not melon. Mellow bourbon aroma that plays well with the hops. Unfiltered ale... Full flavored aroma, sediment may occur. Sir, chilled. It is mm, chilled now. Okay. And um, this is label art by Ronald Worth Industries. Okay. 
<laughs> so it's eight and a half ABV, eight and a half percent. With actually, we've gone, we've continued to go up the scale, up the spectrum with a 73 mm. IBU. So we started out with 18. Second was 60. Yep. This is now 73, 73 IBU. So just all. Do you want bitterness. that off? Nope. Okay. Um, yeah, what's interesting is that uh, you can go off of IBU. Oh, okay. Um, you can go off of IBU as a reference point, but a lot of times you still don't know if it can actually, if it even tastes that number. Sure. Yeah. Well, shall we? Shall we? Yes. Two twinkles. It's it smells bourbon oh, barrelly. Yeah, yes, definitely. Yes, it does. Okay. Hmm. Oh, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Bourbon barrel aged imperial amber ale. That's quite a title. Okay, Katie, you brought up. What do you think? Your first impressions. There's a lot of flavors happening from front to back. Um good bad no it's good i mean this is probably the meatiest one we've mm, had tonight mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's it's got some chutzpah i think it's chutzpah 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 they really got it it's got a something it's got like a like a like a Mm. Is it bad to say that this beer has got like an ass on it? No, that's mm. great. That's, okay, yeah. yeah. And with this, you know what I was gonna say too. It like smells like just butter, just yeah. like, and and yeah, it's actually got a fat ass. Yeah, like a big old fat one. <laughs> Man, it's good though. It's like I was trying to refrain from like saying what I thought right out of the gate on the first sip, but like as I'm sipping it, I'm consistently. Like this is definitely bourbon barrel aged. I like that. There's something that's like slithering about in there. Can't quite figure out what it is, but we'll go back to it. Um, all around, like it. Yeah, this is like the real meat and potatoes of what we've had tonight, I mm-hmm. think. I feel like there's like a tiny little like a tiny like two point font, like a butt. Dot dot dot. Like a tiny little like well, there's like a little something in there. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Are you are you rating this right now? Oh. Just one and a half? Yep. Are we talking about out of f- five? five? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why Chris, Chris is picking up on something that I'm picking up on too. Yeah, what's the yeah, what's the So elaborate. Bourbon barrel aging has been a trendy, trendy, trendy thing to do. Yes. Um, everybody is doing it, apparently. There's, you know, bourbon bourbon barrel aged. Bourbon. Bourbon barrel aged. Bim jeans. You know, everything's been aged in some kind of bourbon barrels, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. This beer, when I smelled it, smelled exactly what I thought it would taste like. Ah. It tastes like an amber that's been aged in bourbon barrels but maybe just mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
either the bourbon source wasn't really good or for like too long or, or it's too, a little funky or too long where it's just all bourbony flavor it's all mm-hmm. that bourbony wood flavor that i get out of it and there's no there's nothing left there's yeah, like it's that's... just it's just all age flavor and then there's not nothing fresh about it it feels old it feels old and stale huh I wouldn't necessarily say old and stale, but I would agree with the all upfront bourbon I, mm-hmm. barrel. I, I think what Chris is saying at, on an eleven right now, like he turned up to an eleven and saying this, I would say the same thing, but dialed back down to like a two. Like okay. it's like I I feel I don't feel like a type of way about it, but like there's definitely something wrong, and and I say wrong because it could go so right. Mm-hmm. And there's something just like there was a wrong, like a mishap where it almost makes me think it's just the batch. Oh. oh, okay. Like it could be a batch issue. Like I feel like the execution of it should be pretty solid. Like, and again, I think because there's a lot of people doing this that no one could really get into this space and like just kind of fuck around anymore. Yeah. Like I know the Bourbon County Ale, like or the Bourbon County, whatever that thing the is, Goose Island. The Goose Island. I'm that's selling like, three like, bottles. That's like, a that's a tent pole. That is a tent pole in the Bourbon Barrel Age sort of thing. Yeah, like definitely. you can't find that shit, apparently, except in my fridge. Except in your fridge. And that again is like that's the essentially the benchmark, perhaps for this kind of style. And I find that like this has that that appeal like that some there's like some notes in there that I get like the definitely the bourbon aged bit of it but it's like if you're gonna say it's an imperial amber mm-hmm. again it's like what's left mm-hmm. out what's left from that to make me go yeah that is like an amber but it like that's exactly what an amber that's been barrel, barrel aged would taste like no like show me the beer before mm-hmm. and after barrel aging like mm-hmm. get me a Mm-hmm. Get me a beer that's like, where's the what? What did the amber taste like? Mm-hmm. And then, now what's the difference of this bourbon barrel? Are we mm-hmm. yes or no? Right. You hear a plane going over. I do. That was interesting. It's kind of interesting. Um, no, I'm getting all of this now. Yeah. Also, it's, also, imperial amber ale. Mm-hmm. I looked up imperial. Okay. Basically, it's just a fancy way of saying stronger flavor and abv so is okay, it kind of so right we were, were yes so we were right. like kind of on the same yeah. track you oh were, cool you were, feels, you were right yeah you were right um but yeah i almost kind of i almost just kind of feel like um you know not only it's not just an amber ale but it's an imperial amber ale and then it's a barrel bourbon barrel aged imperial amber ale right yeah just like it's a little too yeah. much and, and I, don't, I don't disagree the fact that it's buttery and delicious like it's it's butter like it's butter but it's butter. almost now that i'm like kind of on it and i've and we've talked about it it's almost like if you got that dinner roll at the table right and it's warm it's good you put that butter on there and you go for the second roll and then you just you put too much butter so that first bite is unmelted it's just like ooh, that's a lot of butter mm-hmm. that's kind of what this is where mm-hmm. i'm just like I want a little less butter and a little more bread. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of barrel. There's a lot of bourbon barrel aged flavor in there, but there's not a lot of beer flavor, right? <laughs> and it's actually I, and, that's well, let's leave it at that because that's actually probably the best way to describe it. And it's not. 
And maybe that's what I meant when I said there's a lot of flavors going on because there's something in the back after the swallow, but then it's so much butter up front. Mm -hmm. And so you you do kind of have to wonder and, you know, you shouldn't have to try so hard to differentiate between all of the hype versus what you're actually drinking. And what we're actually drinking is an imperial amber ale. But where is that? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting beer to end on, I think, Mm -hmm. in general. Mm. I would say um, I I was going to bring it all like back around to full circle with the first beer that and I think it's like for my like personal trending right now um, as a like an inside baseball. I live close to Big Lug Canteen. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a very convenient thing for me to do. Right. Um, that then it's just a flat out favorite. Of- it is. It's a favorite of mine. Like the the beers and selections and staff and food. It's it's definitely Atmosphere, like a, a great environment. A, just- a cool, funky place that's like not like a lot of other restaurants around. Um, I probably and th- and except for or, or, the exception was probably last week and the stuff that I've got I got for the show this week. I have probably almost always, if I'm going like on a weekend run and I need to go get beer for something, it's almost always Big Lug. Yeah. It's always going to go a growler at Big Lug. And the end of the day, what you'll like start noticing is that like once you put it in the bottle, there will be a change. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the biggest, like, proponent to beer, like, that will make it kind of go. And it's a living thing. Like, there's still things happening in beer. That's why you sell our beers. That's why you, you know, you put them away for an extended period of time. And it's light that gets into the beer and just kind of makes it different. Yeah. You eliminate that by going to the actual brewery because most of the time it's like, oh, yeah, we finished this yesterday. So right. here it is, just mm, that's just it hasn't even fresh light yet. Like it's not even like been birthed, right? It's, it's, it's birthed, gets birthed into your cup, right? right? And you just go, yes, yum, 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 right? And you just eat it right up. Yes. So I think out of the three, that 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 stout is my number one. Yep. Oh yeah. I think if we have to like rank these or whatever we're doing now, I don't know, but I, but I am. I feel like I am sort of getting biased because, excuse me, I gravitate to stuff that is just done right there because i can taste the difference yeah and and i was actually going to say that when we were drinking the the big lug the the homework i've had the homework out of the tap at the bar and it was like a couple notches better than what we had tonight because it was in a growler for like a little bit of like i i got the growler and came right here right and that was like a three minute drive and so that the fact that it changed that much maybe it was the fact we left it sitting in the cup for 30 minutes and maybe there's like some aspect there where it like loses some carbonation but out of the tap right into a cup that beer is just like there's something about that where it like just kind of tightens itself up where it gets perfect I don't know. I think that's kind well, of what you were saying. It's like there's there's definitely an aspect where it's like that's hard to get away from. Yeah, there is. And I also love the aspect that we've talked about many times before of drinking in an appropriate atmosphere. And I think Big Lug is just comfy cozy. Um, not that 
where we are now is not comfy cozy, but <laughs> it's it's just a different kind of atmosphere, which is going to affect the taste. It's going to yep. affect your your mood. It's going to just overall affect uh, your experience with what you're drinking. But I just, at the end of the day, I just don't think that you can go wrong with anything that Big Lug brews. I and, think- I, and, and, and like my whole like talking point isn't just about Big Lug. It's about just that, that local brew pub. Yep. Like, for example, like in Indy, you've got, you know, Broadpool Brew Pub. You've got Triton. You've got like, you've got Metazoa, which I recently took a trip down there and i know katie you fucking love metazoa and it is a cool place and like that's like the idea of like the challenge of like can you find a place that when you you know peek around back you see the tanks oh my Mm -hmm. god because it's brewed right there right at that point because once you start like shipping things yeah and we talked about this with like the whole orange juice discussion yeah You've got to take into factor how is it going to be preserved? How am I shipping this? Like what I'm going to put into it? Like I think that ballast point was an interesting beer, but it tasted almost sort of like engineered a little bit to be. It was like a treat. I mean, it was like it was like a fun thing. It was a fun novelty thing that I probably wouldn't do again. like and and it's funny and it's it's so funny too that that we're talking about this because yes like Metazo is like my jam like and I feel like when I go there like not that they know who I am but like they almost get me you know like mm-hmm. I go there and I could just spend the vibes all day right. I could just spend all day and I would be like fucking cool as a cucumber uh, but on that same note though that I, I've been to Indiana City and Indiana City also is like just. I mean, it's almost just like this really suave atmosphere where we're like everybody in there is just like cool as shit. And, you know, they've got, you know, what they have on tap can't disappoint either. Um, But, you know, but I do also think that things can get a little overdone. And I, you know, this this crimson bombshell off the shelf might have been a little overdone. And but it does. I mean, but it's funny because all of these places, I mean, I've been to Big Lug. You know, I've been to Indiana City, um, all of these, you know, all these places, you know, around town. And um, it just does make a huge difference when it when you're talking about from the tap. And from an environmental standpoint versus, you know, our sort of um, environment and location where we are now. But but um, yeah, I mean, but you can't always uh, you can't always. And it, I think that it's always going to depend on your mood. It's always going to depend on because, like, let's say, like, I was at like, you know, a Christmas party or something, and I showed up with that peppermint. Finish it let's, for uh, me. The, uh, Yorkshire, but York, York peppermint patty. Okay, basically great. beer. That's what it was. Great winner. You know what I mean? But like, versus me either being at Big Lug or being at home with that chocolate milk stout. Mm-hmm. And I just, but, but that's also why I sort of love what we're doing so much too at the same time. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I think environment is like a huge, it's a huge factor. I think that we're a little, we're a little biased because we're looking at all of these under like a microscope. So mm-hmm. like, cause how many people 
sit and ha- have literally no other distra- distractions except for talking to each other mm-hmm. and then looking at a beer and then you know analyzing that and, and taking that into a factor which essentially we all have you know all three of us have completely different palettes somebody likes fresh squeezed orange juice more than you know the power cord that is oj as i like to call it just threw up the that horns there tropicana oj <laughs> um mm-hmm. and i think it's something Straight to be said Florida. to florida like it's something to be said about the that that just like you know when you're at like a like a bar that has they brew everything in the back and they take it off the tap it isn't going to be different it's going to be different when you hit the growler but i think at the end of the day when it's finally in the glass that you are going to drink it out of like where is the success lie this i think failed i think crimson bombshell failed at that final stage of no matter how long it's been on the shelf no matter how much it's aged no matter how much you know they once it got into my glass i feel like it failed as a drink overdid for it. me overdid it I'm just looking at their untapped rating, and granted, you have to realize that you're just going to hit a bell a bell curve when off with all these rating tools. Three point eight six, so just like right in the middle, mm-hmm. just not horrible, not really good, just just right down the middle of being fairly decent. Mm-hmm. I think the ballast point nailed the the fine. They nailed the landing. And I think that's being what Ballast Point does and their size and what they are. I think they are owned by a BMC brand. They can do that. Mm-hmm. They, they they nailed that landing. That beer was good coming out of the bottle, even though, Chuck, you, you know, fucking hated it. Everybody's going to have a different palate. But, yeah. but coming out and saying, you know, here's this hoppy peppermint porter bum dune, like shipped across the nation. Right, right. And yep. got to you in the state that they probably would want it in. Mm-hmm. Like, you could not turn that any better, really. Sure. You know, they delivered. They delivered on what they want. Like, what they set out to do was to, to deliver that beer. Yep. And that's what they did. And I think that, you know, with someone like Indiana City, they may have more of a limited reach. I don't know if reach is the right word, but maybe they have a more limited scope on what they can actually produce. And then so they put something in a bottle and just hope. They just right. hope, dear God, please like, let please, this get to for the, the love of God. Can this like work? In yeah, here? and get like this to this place on time, in the right shape and size, and like. Well, you think you think though, like you think you take a bomber like this, right? Mm-hmm. And then they you fill it, and then they go shoot, and then it's supposed to be a time capsule. At that moment, whatever's in there, it's supposed to be just magically the same once they no. open it up. Which it never is. It never is. And I, I was reading, uh, like, even this comment down here, where was it? 2015 version aged nicely, much smoother. This is from Untapped, from a user who rated it about basically four stars. Hmm. 2015 version. Like, hmm. that's the thing. It's like they tried to batch that. was, And that's why I said the batch thing. It's like, it, I, I like the idea of this beer. And I think the execution of it may be questionable. But then again, it's like I don't have enough. I don't have enough info to go off the fact to say like, Crimson Bombshell is not something I'd ever drink again, you know? Because I would be curious as if if for some reason or somehow this was on tap somewhere, and it might be on tap at Indiana City. I don't right. know. 
And, you know, if they may have it there, I might be like, all right, yeah, I'm going to give this a shot again. Or I would at least get a sample of it yeah. to kind of confirm my suspicions. And I think that's one of the things that I really like about, like, and maybe this is a theme that we do, is, like, getting a, a beer that was right off the tap into a growler and then also bringing in a beer that's in a bomber, like, you get well, two different aspects there. Well, and it's so interesting, too, because... I have been to Indiana City a number of times, and they have actually had a amber ale that was just fucking delicious. Okay, you know what I mean. And yep. so, and it was it was something that next time I went wasn't on tap anymore. Oh, and and so it's just sort of funny that what we have in front of us is also an amber ale, but is just an overdone, um, you know, sort of, uh, addition. But like, I know like from their taps, you know, at the actual brewery Mm -hmm. that they can fucking make and create like a really bomb ass amber ale. And so, um, I know it's possible. It's just that this one just didn't make the cut. Yeah. Hmm. And I think, yeah, it's it's and to like kind of like blow it out if we look at like any place it's it's the risk that once you start bottling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like i think big luck as an example tricky 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 it is it, and it's it's tricky on a, a way more levels than just taste especially with bottling and canning um you look at places like big lug which are primarily first kind of a brew pub and a you know they it's a brewery but then you know it's a restaurant but they're not they're looking to move their product based on large-scale keg movements so they're not they're not making bombers or cans or whatever eventually maybe who knows you look at something like triton which is primarily a brewer who has a tap house and that's it Mm-hmm. Like there's no food, there's no they're not they're not running a restaurant, they're running a brewery that if you would like to come in and taste their wares and try it out and do yep. a test drive, they're available for you to do those things. Yep. Yep. So but then they have the capacity and the, you know, a, ability to just to put things into bottles and cans and to kind of experiment and make those risks more. Right, right. And I think that's one of the things is like you like and I get so excited about the fact that people can go to different places like, you know, you may have someone coming to this area and they may only have one chance to try a big lug beer. It might be like they do try it and it's it's something that they're like, oh, my God, this is so good. And then they ask, where can I get this? And they just go uh, here. Right. Yeah. You know, or here in like indianapolis right and then this kind of you know geographical area and that's it like well, or just like i want to take some of this home and they're like right, cool would you like it in a howl or a growler you know and it's like oh wait I, you don't have it like bottled and canned like i'm no. flying like right right <laughs> like, exactly it's like i have to have this something i can take on a plane and it's like no you can't and that's that thought in my mind like I go, oh, my God, we're so lucky that we're in this area where we have so many good places. But it also creates this void in my heart where I'm just like, where is there a place that's made a beer that's just for me? Mm-hmm. That, like, is a perfect, perfect beer that's for me that I haven't tried. And that's eventually what I'll stumble upon. But yeah, yeah you're never going to know about it. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, I, I'm not going to go to, like you know kalamazoo michigan and like try this one beer pub in this you know in this well okay so i I mean but but to counteract that though like 
I have been burned more often by a beer that I've just like walked into a place and I don't like to be the person who like sits there on Google for a half an hour and like Google's the place and like Google's the untapped rating of this beer. I go in, I look at it, I look at the style, I look at the alcohol percentage, the the IBU if it's on there, and then I go, okay, yes, no, mm, sure, try it, boom, done. I mean, it's what, at maximum like $12 of investment right. at that right. point for a yeah. six right. pack, right? And I'm the kind of person who's like, even if I hated it, I probably would be like, well, you know, I've never really like absolutely. N- I would never rate something like a negative score where it's no. just like I literally cannot physically drink that because it's right. Yeah, know. I don't think I've ever really had that experience to be honest with you. But like the advantage of like walking I never into have. A, yeah, like like the advantage of walking into a place and saying, okay, what are your wares? L- let's try it, yeah. and then you get that that reassurance of being like, oh. This is great. This is not good. Like you take a growler, and we had that whole growler discussion in the first segment. But I mean, you you take that that growler, and you walk into a place, and you say, "I want to try this and this and this," and now you're committing mm-hmm. to a thing that you know that you already like. You walk into a, you know, a cons or you know your local liquor store or a fancy food shop that has a bunch of beers, and you're faced with a merchandised wall of beers some of which have been influenced by bmc greatly and now you're like well what do i choose what do i choose i really don't understand what a black ipa is sure then you get it you take it home you're like this is awful like right this is an ipa like why is it a black ipa it tastes awful i don't like it at all but that's the advantage of like and I think, and I think, if we have to like boil the show down into you know, besides the Vicks thing and the orange juice and the com- coming back full circle, <laughs> and sort of, Golden is, Girls, oh, Golden and Girls, Seinfeld, and like yeah. coming coming back to like real, you know, uh, like craft beer. I think that it, that's why those places are successful the, the way they are. Why brew pubs are so successful is because people go in and say, "I'm scared. I don't want to make a commitment." On a product that's not not high end, right? But it's a luxury product. Let's yeah. be real. All alcohol is a luxury product, yeah, and you walk course. in and you can pour sa- me something. Pour me something. Let's sample it out. Because Here we regar- go. sort of regardless, there's always the same end. You know where yeah. when you drink, you usually feel better about yourself, and so. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so there's you. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, so I must usually, be doing something wrong. There's usually never like a. <laughs> there's usually never like a loss in investment. Right. When it comes to going and trying and so on and so forth. And so, yeah, it. it I, I think that it, there's a lot to be said about sort of your um, local brew pub and. Uh, figuring out what you like what you don't like and sort of using um using what you have right in your neighborhood to your advantage yeah it's just like sex oh yes yeah. mm-hmm. oh perfect yes. analogy let's Wait. talk about sex baby, baby. Wait, i must be doing something right <laughs> 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 no but it's like you kind of have to you just know try things you try things right you figure out what you like you figure out what you don't like Mm-hmm. You know, you use your local resources. Yep. 
<laughs> okay, yeah. And you eventually get to a point where you trust a brewery or a person versus person. Maybe right. maybe you a stop. number of people. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's that's the regular show. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. You can always go to noexpertshow.com to download all of the episodes and subscribe in your podcast uh, catcher thing. Uh, your app, whatever, whatever you, you use. whatever you use. I don't know. Somebody was maybe you're using the like radio. I don't know. Who I knows? Know. Um, of course, we end the show when we start talking about sex. <laughs> of course, basically that's. I mean, and then we're just gonna turn off the cam- turn off the microphones. Um, so we we alluded to this. We we you know, as Katie said, uh, carrot. The dangled the carrot mm. at the beginning of the episode. So I just peeked out there. It's been dangling. Um. We, the idea for the next episode of the, <laughs> go, the, Chris. the idea for the next episode is that we are going to do something that kind of, it, okay, so here's the deal. We're recording this on the 12th. Hopefully I can get this up by Monday shit, the 13th. Or, it's sorry. actually the 11th. It's the 11th. Oh, oh, we recorded on the 11th. It went into the 12th. Um, on is it the 15th or the 16th? Uh, that Mario comes out. 15th. 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 Okay, so for the 15th, um, Super Mario Run for iOS comes out. We have homework assignments. We have ho- so we're we're giving everybody homework assignments. We are going to play um, Super Mario Run for iOS. <laughs> And um, the next show that we do, and I'm just looking at the calendar, and there's, like, lots of things on my calendar that, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to come back and kind of coerce about video games. Mm. Um, oh, my and- God. Christmas and New Year's Day land both on Sundays. Yep. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So, video games. So, Woo! So, video games. Um, <laughs> Chuck is a video gamer. I am a video game person. Katie is... Would like to be, but doesn't have enough time. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about okay. video games in a in a different sense of of I think Super Mario on iOS is this huge thing. It's you know Nintendo has never done anything like this before. So we're gonna play it. We're going to maybe talk about other games. We may be even talking about games what that we're playing on the show right away. Oh gosh, yes. Let's um, just nerd it up. Um, the, at the same time. So uh, yeah, that'll be exciting. That'll be coming out. Um. We'll figure out some kind of scheduling. It, less it, than a month. Less than a month. That's guaranteed. Within uh, 30 days. January 12th, we will have <laughs> a show before it'll be shipped. We will not delay it again. <laughs> um, Chuck, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Anytime. The show. Uh, I Katie, still don't know if I'm doing this right, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's that's, uh, no rules, just right. Um, Katie. <laughs> Katie, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Uh, it's My always a pleasure. pleasure to have both of you guys on because I think that we really just, the train just basically, you know, it, it, imagine a train at a station and then imagine it going like three feet and, and then, then falling over. <laughs> <laughs> 
oh god yeah but it's still fucking running that's or let's just oh shit or let's just like pretend that we've hit an ice patch and now we're just like just like all over the the fucking map just like we can't gain traction at all yes just like the fucking polar express we can't gain traction and here's the best thing well we're going somewhere the polar (laughs) the polar express this is the show the this show is the polar express (laughs) should i change the name to polar no no and that's the thing it's it's about the hot chocolate they get during the ship okay that's what this show is about but we happen to just get to the north pole somehow so uh, we'll just leave you with that Uh, oh my goodness thank you so much for listening don't forget to subscribe to the show follow us on twitter and we will see you when uh it within 30 days within 30 <laughs> within 30 days uh with your test results okay yes and over uh and out. over and out <laughs> <laughs>